Hi, I feel like today. Now it's me, Alan Smith, with Waste of Place Stories, with the day's paper. It's been Tuesday, November 2nd. Um, front page of the paper today is uh, medical students asked to work as hospital porter. So, um, uh, Scottish Government bid to head off NHS staff struggles this winter. So, the Scottish Government hopes to muck up a winter staffing shortfall in hospitals by using medical students to fill roles such as porters and auxiliary workers. Uh, with fears the country could be facing one of its most difficult winters, uh, thanks to the additional strain placed on the National Health Service by coronavirus, the Government issued a written appeal to universities in Aberdeen, Dundee, Glasgow and Edinburgh. The letter asked if, asked if fourth and fifth year medical students could work in jobs such as porters and other support staff with the undergraduates promised a wage. Uh, students had previously been drafted in to help uh, to hospitals during the peak of the second COVID lockdown. Uh, but Labour attacked the latest idea and said begging students to plug gaps left in poor workforce planning was unsustainable. Uh, members of the armed forces are already being called upon, uh, expected to join medical teams in administering the autumn, winter COVID and flu vaccination scheme. So, crikey, yeah. it's never a muckle good news about the NHS nowadays. They're obviously um, under severe pressure and uh, kind of they're asking students to come in and, and help out. They'll, uh, they'll have to have a few days less out in the wash, I suppose. But um, if it's coming to something, uh, the next thing will be, well, if you're in the hospital, we'll have to wheel ourselves along the corridors on, on the buggies or on the bed. So, you know, that joking aside, it's, um, it seems to be a very serious affair. And if they're obviously very worried about this winter, so, you know, I hope to get um, something sorted out and we can get by the winter and get back onto a, mere, a better kind of fitting for next year. Now, here's a shopping mall, uh, Sprouts a UK garden centre first, so this is in Aberdeen. David Sheikh will see a long-held dream come true with the opening of a new Aberdeen garden centre this week. In Fitzmere, the premises on the top floor of the Bonacord centre are thought to be the only garden centre in the UK based inside a shopping mall. The greenhouse has sprouted on the upper floor in a large unit that was previously uh, home to Laura Ashley. Mr Sheikh has many years in the industry, working at home base in Port Lethen and Brigadon, before spending 18 years managing Stonehaven's Kirkton Garden Centre. The garden guru, who has uh, added the final touches to the venue, said, I thought about having my own business on and off for a long time. Some years ago I looked into it, but nothing concrete came of it. Then I did that classic lockdown thing of sitting around the fire pit and drinking whiskey and thinking, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? Mr Sheikh left the job he loved at Kirkton last summer in pursuit of his ambitions. Uh, at the time, retail was in a state of turmoil with big high street names collapsing as they buckled under the strain of the pandemic, but he wasn't daunted. He said, it's a funny thing, there was always this talk of the high street dying, but I think if you have got the experience and know what you're doing, then it can work. And I thought, if I didn't do it, then who will do it? He also reckons that the touchy-feely nature of browsing for plants means people will continue to seek out bricks and mortar establishments rather than ordering online. Uh, he said that as far as he's aware, the greenhouse is the only one in Britain that's in a shopping centre. Uh, he's content for new selling floors for the unit, which was uh, once mere synonymous with floral pattern frocks. Eventually, though, he would like to expand into outdoor space elsewhere in the city centre. Uh, while he mused on his own future during lockdown last year, mere and mere folk took up gardening, and he is hopeful that the increase in popularity of the pastime bodes well for his store. He said when Curtin reopened last year it was ridiculously busy, every garden centre was. 
we had a record day upon record day. Uh, people get in love with the garden. Uh, people getting that love of gardening gives me a, a boost, and houseplants are having a real resurgence too. So, well, it's a picture, and it looks a, a rare setup in Ahlakak. So, um, I'm sure he's just opened up at exactly the right time, and um, you know there is a bit of a boost in garden and uh, kind of houseplants. Now he'll be in demand for for uh, winter time and uh, Christmas time and Ahlakak. So, good luck, Lim. It uh, looks a fantastic place, and. Um, I'll be here to hear Nosian once he's open and um, up and going. Now, uh, a pilot has made history by becoming the first person to fly across New Zealand's Cook Strait in an electric plane. Gary Friedman's 40-minute solo flight in the small two-seater plane came 101 years after the first person flew a conventional aircraft over the body of water that separates the South Pacific nation's two main islands. Uh, Mr. Friedman thought it was only fitting that the first thing he saw when he, approached, when he approached the Wellington coastline was the rotating blade of a wind turbine producing renewable energy. The flight was aimed at uh, drawing attention to the possibilities of greener flying and time to coincide with the opening of a pivotal UN climate summit in Glasgow. Um, Wellington International Airport officials believe it may be the longest distance flown in an electric plane across on a body of water. Um, it's a very exciting day for the airport, a world record setting day, said spokeswoman Jenna Rayburn. So uh, Mr Friedman, who, who founded the company Electric Air, said he was long been passionate about the environment um, and the idea came to him as he was thinking about his electric car and, and then he, before he drove a, he flew a gas powered plane. Um, so he said it to, he flew at just a thousand feet above sea level and at a relatively slow speed of 81 mile an hour in order to preserve its charge. Uh, Mr. Friedman said it takes about one hour to fully charge the plane. The maximum flight time is also about an hour and he mainly uses it for pilot training. So, well, well, I'm sure I should just start to it. And, um, you know, the Wright brothers had to, they hit, had to start some way and this will be the start of electric planes I'm quite sure about that there'll be boffins around the world uh, working flat out to make sure that um, you know somebody will have a a, a big uh, electric jet airliner for too long just mark my words but uh, well done to him and it's um, I think seems to be gone green doing in New Zealand now here's a uh, joy as garden idea blooms. This is a uh, Stonehaven. New residents and traders in Stonehaven have celebrated the grand opening of a new community garden created to encourage fit far into the centre. After months of ongoing efforts, the Stonehaven Community Garden was revealed to the public in all its glory at an official ceremony last week. Uh, dozens of folk gathered at the Market Square despite the dreek weather as the uh, MSP for Angus North and Mearns uh, cut the red ribbon at the tune's new uh, lasting legacy. As the rain continued to nurture the newly embedded flowers, local businesses and community groups hailed the creation of an attractive space for people to meet and enjoy. So a, a number of local community groups included uh, the Stonehaven Town Partnership, the Horizon Project and Stonehaven Community Council. Um, they took the initiative of regenerating the Centre for Future Generations. Um, so the MSP said it's like community-led initiatives like this that have the biggest impact. She praised the work put into the incredible project, adding, I'm absolutely honoured and delighted to be asked to open the community garden. For me, it's just been amazing to see the transformation of this space. So, I mean, Stonehaven's a nice enough place anyway, and this is just going to add to the appeal, I'm sure. But, um, you know, well done to all the groups that were involved with it. And um, the next time I'm doing in Stoney, I'll have a nice cream. I'll be sure to have a seat in this uh, fine place here. And uh, as long as it's not piddling rain, of course, <laughs> Most of the time it's fine in Stonehaven. 
It's just downy as it's off a perishing Callan foggy. Now, just finish up with Sport as normal, and uh, I think um, we've spoken enough about Aberdeen. I mean, they're uh, on a great run now. I think, you know, they're going to jinx things, but they'll probably win a hand clean in this year now if they keep on going the way they're going. Um, but just a wee bit about them. Um, if I would be a Fitbit manager, Pierre uh, uh, Nuno uh, Espirito Santo, doing at Spurs, he only listed 17 games. Just like uh, an absolute nonsense. And then um, that's him sacked, and I see they've appointed Antonio Conte today. So, um, you know, for, uh, it, you just kind of win. If you're, um, two months ago, he was the manager of the month, uh, they were top of the league, and then, um, you know, Beat Munster City in opening day, and then a short time later, here I'm got in the boot. So, you know, it's near a job for the faint-hearted, that's for sure. Anyway, come on, Aberdeen. Now that's me done for the day. Now just a wee surprise stories uh, the day's paper on uh, Tuesday the second of November. So, um, not too bad a day actually. Up in Aberdeen today, very um, dry anyway, and odd drizzly sure now and again, but nothing too drastic, and uh, quite bright and um, not overly cold. So we certainly can't complain. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, if you could please, please, please tell a pal or just like uh, get somebody else to start listening to it because, um, you know, the more the merrier. And if, uh, if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe. Uh, please subscribe to it. And if you're able to leave a review on whatever platform you listen to it on, then that would just be dandy. So um, as I say, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Hi, I feel like today now it's me, Alan Smith, where we supply stories with the day's paper. It's been Tuesday, November 2nd. Um, front page of paper today is uh, medical students asked to work as hospital porter. So, um, uh, Scottish Government bid to head off NHS staff struggles this winter. So, the Scottish Government hopes to muck up a winter staffing shortfall in hospitals by using medical students to fill roles such as porters and auxiliary workers. Uh, with fears the country could be facing one of its most difficult winters, uh, thanks to the additional strain placed in the National Health Service by coronavirus, the government issued a written appeal to universities in Aberdeen, Dundee, Glasgow and Edinburgh. The letter asked if, asked if fourth and fifth year medical students could work in jobs such as porters and other support staff with the undergraduates promised a wage. Uh, students had previously been drafted into help at hospitals during the peak of the second COVID lockdown. Uh, but Labour attacked the latest idea and said begging students to plug gaps left in poor workforce planning was unsustainable. And members of the armed forces are already being called upon, expected to join medical teams in administering the autumn, winter COVID and flu vaccination scheme. So, crikey, yeah. It's never muckle good news about the NHS nowadays. They're obviously um, under severe pressure and uh, kind of they're asking students to come in and, and help out. They'll, uh, they'll have to have a few days less out in the wash, I suppose, but um, if it's coming to something, uh, next thing will be, well, if you're in a hospital, we'll hit the wheel of ourselves along the corridors on, on the buggies or on the bed, so you know, that joking aside, it's, um, it seems to be a very serious affair, and if they're obviously very worried about this winter, so you know, I hope they get um, something sorted out and we can get by the winter and get back onto a, mere, a better kind of fitting for next year.